Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. It is me and Timmy here today. What's up, Timmy? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? What's up? It's just me and you today. (laughs) That was weird. Yeah, it's a little weird because this is a very rarely used combination. Kind of like a Twin Towers feel to it. Uh, We are missing Albert, who normally records all the podcasts for us, but... He has good reason. Uh, we're giving him a little maternity leave as he just welcomed a baby girl, Amelia, to the world. Man, it's crazy. I can't, I can't believe he's not dedicated enough to be here on this podcast. It's been like three days, right? He should be back. <laughs> You're justified in saying that. We, we ripped you all the time when, <laughs> after Zachary was born. But yeah, so it's just going to be us two and it's going to be about your dedicated topic, our self-proclaimed yes. and really podcast proclaimed NBA expert on the line is Timmy. Yes. Finally, it's been a while. It it has been a while. Probably should start with a disclaimer of sorts. How many NBA games have you watched this year? <laughs> oh, I have not watched a single full NBA game. <laughs> uh, me neither. Not a full Not one. even close. Not yeah. not even not even half. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll just start with that. Uh, we do both follow the NBA still. We're into fantasy basketball and oh, we I don't know, long I don't know on... if I can I don't know if I can say that anymore. I, I gave up <laughs> on my season like like a month ago already. Yeah, one of us is tanking, but one of us is still in the race. Hey, uh, did I win last year? I tied for first last year. I got second the year before and I'm back in the tank now. It's all hinky style here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no worries, man. Nobody here <laughs> Out of the two of us is questioning your NBA expertise. Okay? <laughs> I, I just built you up. You don't need to justify your uh, okay. your actions, okay? But yeah, before we get started, let's talk a little bit about our giveaway. Thanks to our oh, friend D Shaw. Nice. Yes. Our friend Derek Shaw and Farmers Insurance. They're the presenting sponsor of this podcast. This wonderful podcast that you guys all listen to. And we give giveaways a few times every year and we just had our biggest giveaway yet. It was a ring video doorbell two. It was a prize that I wanted to enter into uh, myself, but congratulations are in order also to Matthew Na. Uh, Matt, we will get in contact with you soon. And thanks, Disha and Farmers Insurance. I heard that if you just give Disha a text anytime, he just gets right back to you about getting quotes. I think I know his phone number now off the top of my head. I've heard it enough times. I think it is 214-729-6462. 6462 is definitely correct. Yes. Awesome. Okay, if it's wrong, then I'm sorry. And uh, Albert, ask. we need you, man. We, we need <laughs> you to help. We're a little lost right here. Uh, we might just have sent our, or our listeners calling a random guy for insurance. We should mention our second sponsor. So I just got back from eating some fried oysters. They were not very good. Oh. But if you want some amazing fried oysters, you should definitely hit up Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. I can vouch for this place. I've been there once, and it is a lot better than the place I just went to in Sugarland. So Oof. if I was there, that's where I would be right now. Uh, they're open late nights, and I think they're trying to bump up their lunch menu right now. My personal favorite is their fried oyster po'boy. But everything on the menu is really good. We had a, we went with a big group, and a few of us tried their crawfish as well, which is you know top shelf. If you, uh, I heard if you go to Taste Tales and tell them Six Pennies Podcast, just like whisper it to, to uh, the waiter or the bartender, they give you a, a fat discount, right? Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. That is that's some good stuff right there. Nice. Uh, so yes, please hit them up. Okay. So NBA, you ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready, man. It's our, it's All Star Weekend, so that means we're halfway through the season. Wait, no, All Star Weekend. They're like sixty games to the season or something. Yeah. Isn't that weird? 
Yeah, it's weird. They they I feel like they market it like it's halfway, but it's it's nowhere close. It's there's like twenty some odd games left. That's crazy. But thank goodness because like you said earlier, neither of us have watched much. I mean, you uh after last year's uh debacle in, in the conference finals with the refs, I, I think you swore off the league this year or watching it this year into the playoffs and I was kinda I didn't really agree with that, but it, it looks like I kind of did the same thing. Like this, this first four months, I didn't really care about any of them. I mean, I've probably watched collectively on Instagram and Twitter highlights, you know, it, it, enough NBA to see what's going on, but definitely haven't been that into to viewing full games. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm ever going to get over the <laughs> last year's wow. Western Conference Finals. It, that one stung really, really bad. Um, ah, let's not get back into that. Yeah. I'm a little heated right now just because I just saw, I think earlier today on Twitter, like some of the missed calls from that game, specifically game seven at home. Uh, but yeah, we're not here to talk about that. Let's let's start with the all-star break. Granted, we just started the podcast off saying that neither of us has seen a full NBA game this season, but are you going to watch any of the all-star festivities? Uh, no, actually right now it's all-star Saturday night, right? And I, I missed all of it. I was I was out at a birthday dinner and um, didn't see a, a single minute of it. And I'm fine with that. There's no uh, no good dunk contests, people. Um, I mean, there's the Currys shooting three-pointers and, and not winning the three-point contest. And that, that's it. The rookie game, I guess, is a lot of dunking, no defense. That's my only question. Why do they have the rookie game? Like, what is the point of that? Uh, I remember in the All-Star facilities in Houston, those tickets aren't cheap. They're a lot more than regular season prices. I think they're higher than normal playoff prices, at least for Houston. But that's like for all of Saturday night, right? Oh no, Yeah, wait. for Saturday. Oh, wait, but rook- the rookie game was uh, was Friday. Oh, Friday. But I'm sure it's up there. Oh, man, Friday is really not worth it because that's like celebrity game and then rookie game. And like they're not even celebrities anymore, first of all. Oh, really? And then... Uh, yeah, is it? Um, well, I mean, the past few years, it's like it's like C-listers, maybe maybe Bs at at best. But there's nice. no more Justin Bieber. I I don't know if Kevin Hart is still there, but he's annoying anyway now. Um, thank you, thank you. You joined. Yeah, I, I mean, in in the All Star game, he's he's pretty great with the Rock and movies. <laughs> halfway there, halfway there. Okay, um, what about but, the actual All Star game then? Nope, no no interest at all. I mean, same kind of thing. No, nobody really cares about it. I guess they uh, apparently they try a little bit harder now that they pick teams, but I don't know. The All-Star game is still a joke, and it's it's still kind of crazy how they split up East and West and force you to get All-Star players from the East when they're all so inferior. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. If you were commissioner for a day, how would you try to change the All-Star break, or All-Star game specifically? So I think I would probably um, still get the top 24 players. I would get rid of the conferences, okay. let them pick teams, but I wouldn't pick two teams. I would probably pick eight teams of three, and they'll go three-on-three three half-court tournament oh, style. Yeah, I like man. that a lot. So it's eight teams, so they'll just go, yeah, the bracket works out perfectly. You got three-on-threes. There's a lot of interesting strategy going on for who you got to pick for your teams. How does that sound? I like that concept of you know, kind of a round-robin tournament, I, I yeah. feel like it would bring a lot more competition. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all we're looking for, right? We want, yeah, we want to see the best players, but we want to see them competitive. We want to see them going at each other, right? Yeah. Um, oh, man, that's, I like the round-robin, but I don't necessarily like the three-on-three. Three. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe... Yeah, I was, was going to say six teams of four, but... How about top know, 25 four. players and five teams each? Or five but teams? But then who, who gets a bye? How, how do they do that, you know? 20 players, I guess, works, but 
I don't know, something like that where you have like multiple teams and they get to again have captains That'd to pick really small good. smaller teams, which means that each player is more important. Like the worst player is also more important. Oh man, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah that would like, that would be good. I would watch. Yeah, that. who's getting stuck with I don't know D'Angelo Russell? I mean, he's not bad, but who's getting Vucevic on their team and and how <laughs> how big a difference is that? Like when he's playing against Joel Embiid or something? I I don't know. That'd be how, more fun. Do you think? Uh, so we would still do, you know, top five vote getters. I guess yeah. would be the captains. Yeah. Do you think there would be a team with like just all bigs? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I guess it's possible. I mean, Giannis picked like a ton of big guys for some reason on his team. I don't think he understood what how to. Const- he definitely should not be a GM one day. I think his <laughs> his picks were pretty off. He left like everybody on the board for LeBron. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it could definitely happen. But that'd be some cool strategy, huh? Somebody take like four bigs and a guard, and then somebody else take like all five shooters. I don't know. Man, yeah, I would definitely watch that. Man, you're in. I that I'm I'm in. Uh, yeah, where do I sign to make you commissioner for a day? So I'd probably that do happen? that. Do that first, and then on Saturday night. Saturday night, I'll keep the three point competition, and then change the dunk contest to horse, which has been an idea that's been floated around by a bunch of people before, and in sports media so i think horse would be good with i don't know you have to be really selective for who you pick only like maybe three or four guys maybe pig um, yeah yeah probably pig yeah because yeah, they then, tried horse one year and it was really boring they did I remember it's like kd was in it with rondo is is really wait what yeah they they tried horse one year not not for a dunk contest but just regular for All-Star horse weekend? yeah um it took I forever oh okay yeah, just yeah wasn't well, great. Bro- Rondo was in a horse contest. I mean, that yeah. that should have been quick. <laughs> I don't even like, remember just, who won. Just shoot I... like one three pointer like five <laughs> times and it's over. I do remember that he made a three. Oh, so, so right. maybe it's not as it's not as easy as it seems. Yeah, I like that idea better than what it currently is. I don't I don't even know who's in the dunk contest this year. So we probably should have came a little more prepared for this. But no, I'm glad we fine. started off with that disclaimer that yeah. We, not really that interested. I don't think anybody cares that much. Let's let's go to like the real league and yeah. I guess we should start watching some games soon because the playoffs are around the corner. It's in like two months. They are. They are. So with All Star Break this weekend, that means the trade deadline just passed last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really wanted to do like a deadline podcast, but I think we were too late and then Albie uh had to had to bail on us. So Yeah. <laughs> a lot let's, a lot of cool trades. Yeah. Let's Okay, so let's do this. I'm going to name each trade, and you stop me when you want to talk about one. Okay? Oh, wow. You're going to go through all of them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. first one was Nick's trade Porzingis to Dallas for Dennis Smith. Nah. No? No, Albie's not here. We don't have to talk about Dallas. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, Blazers acquire Rodney Hood from the Cavs. No, no, no. Come on. Lakers trade for Reggie Bullock. <laughs> can you can you do some better trades? <laughs> I'm going in chronological. Match. Oh gosh, it's gonna take okay, forever. Okay, Clippers trade Tobias. Tobias, Harris all right, let's get let's go there. Okay, so the full trade was 76ers get Tobias Harris, Boban, Mike Scott, Bobby and Toby. <laughs> They're a great pair. They're uh, awesome. And the Clippers get a couple first round picks, a couple second round picks: Landry Shamet, Wilson Chandler, and Mike Muscala. Who won this trade? I think both teams won the trade. I mean, that doesn't happen that much, but the Clippers got two firsts for an expiring yeah. contract? What the? And then yeah. Landry Shamit, I think, is a, a pretty good prospect, and they cleared up a bunch of cap space. So, you know, hello Kawhi, hello uh, 
KD or somebody else might be coming in next year. But then the Sixers, I mean, they went all in, which is, you know, that's what they've been doing. That's what they do with Jimmy Butler already. Uh, and now they picked up a fourth all-star caliber starter who's like a great stretch for and like pretty perfect around them the, per- the first like three or four games they played. It is a rental. It's really risky, but... I feel like with the East pretty wide open without LeBron, I'm okay with them going for it. And they got plenty of picks to spare. So, I mean, it's not like they gave up a ton of the future. They gave their like remaining war chest. I agree. Both teams got better or got better towards their goal. But do you really think Hinky would have made this deal if if he was still with oh, the Seven Sixers? Absolutely not. I mean, he wouldn't have traded for Jimmy Butler, or he, and he wouldn't have traded for Markel Fultz. <laughs> So that doesn't mean that it's a bad deal. It just means that Hinky is Ghost of um, Hinky is so superior, pissed right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a big fan of Tobias Harris. I was the biggest proponent of that trade for the Clippers when they traded for Tobias Harris when Blake. they got rid of Blake. Regardless of how I feel about Tobias, that's too high of a price for the 76ers to pay. I, I just don't, don't I think he's he's good, but is he worth that much more with two first round picks and I don't know if he's that much, that much better than Wilson Chandler. I mean, we're talking about a fourth or fifth option on this team, right? Oh, he's way better than Wilson Chandler. I, he's he's I way better, but I mean, but I, I think he's it's still the fourth, third option at best. I mean, he's yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's it's going to be an overpay. They're going to have to pay him this summer, but I kind of feel like it just means they're not going to pay Jimmy Butler this summer. <sighs> okay, I agree. I see your points. I just I I just can't believe the Seven Sixers would give up four picks yeah it's it definitely Harris. a lot is hinky does not work there anymore it's true yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so let's keep going down the list pistons trade Next. stanley johnson <laughs> okay for thon maker <laughs> uh, heat trade tyler johnson no 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 uh wizards trade auto porters to the bulls nah yeah. only if you care no no i mean we really okay. should name there's only like three trades that matter but keep going okay here's one King send Shumpert to the Rockets. Uh, no, I don't care about that. I, you, you do, though. You like Shump, right? Yeah, you don't care? I don't really care. No, I, I was never a big Shumpert fan. He's obviously an upgrade on anybody right. else we have at the wing, which is nice, but I don't think I really enjoy him. But it really does um, you know, fit the trend of the Rockets acquiring players that I don't like. <laughs> so. Poor guy, man. So, to be fair, I love Shumpert. But this was like back in insanity days. This was oh, like seven, eight years okay. ago. Like Shumper's, Got it. literally Shumper's rookie year. And unfortunately, he hasn't gotten much better since no, that rookie he year. Has not. But he is going to play a very big role on the Rockets now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's going to be, he's going to be the main guy. He's going to play the Ariza role. I guess the James Ennis project didn't work out. Um, no, I, I don't like know he, why everybody was so high on James Ennis to, to begin with. Like, I wasn't dude, high on no, He just became you. the scapegoat for like everything. Like, oh, I just feel like before the season, everyone was like, oh, you can't pay Ariza that much. We got James Ennis, who's going to like replicate 80% of him. He did not replicate 80% of Ariza, maybe like <laughs> maybe 8%. But the I, the problem with this trade now is that Shumpert, like you said, it's going to become our main wing guy. And he should not be the wing that is going to be playing very important minutes. He should be like the ninth guy on the bench. Uh, or not on the bench, the ninth man. But overall, like, yeah, he has his flaws. Uh, he's a little boneheaded sometimes. But... At the end of the day, he is pretty good wing defender yep. relative to the rest of our team. And he shoots almost 40% from threes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it could be a good fit. 
and uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we gave up Brandon Knight and Marquez Chris. So yeah, so we gave up the equivalent of Ryan Anderson. So it's uh, yeah, that's a pretty good trade. Yeah, so we finally got a wing or got someone to replace yeah, Ryan. Yeah, two trades yeah. later, after Rhino, we two, it took us a, <laughs> an extra trade to get a player. Yeah. Did we give up a, a pick, like a second rounder or something? Yeah, lottery protected first round pick. Oh, lottery protected first? This yeah. year, though, right? Yes, this year. That's not a bad pick. That's like 20th, 22nd. Yeah, but I mean, we're going for it. Huh. Man. I, I've already, like, I've come to the conclusion we're not going to have any first round picks for for the rest of Harden's career and that's Houston. fine the rocket yeah the rockets never get first rounders and yeah. that doesn't really make a difference but yeah. let's we'll get to the rockets later right yeah okay so next kings get barnes from mavericks harrison barnes no wizards send markeith morris to the pelicans for wesley johnson and who just got no, bought and then Mark, markeith was bought out yeah, yeah. I, I going back actually barnes is a pretty interesting one for the kings because they are really going for it with the eighth seed and i really want to see them beat the lakers for the eighth seed. <laughs> Kings are a pretty exciting team to watch, actually. Man, De'Aaron Fox is something else. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, he's quickly moving up the ranks as uh, to my yeah. favorite players list. He's he's very exciting. Even oh, going back ahead. to like in the tournament when he was beating up on, on Lonzo Ball, right? Lonzo. Yeah, that's so great. All right, keep going. Grizzlies? Grizzlies deal, Garrett Temple, uh, whatever. Uh, no, other Grizzlies trade, come on. <laughs> Blazers and Kings swap. Nope. Scalabissier. Okay. Raptors trade Greg Monroe to Brooklyn. No. I didn't even know he was on the Raptors. I didn't uh, know. Yeah, I didn't know he was in the league. Rockets trade Stauskas and Wade Baldwin to the Basers. That was like the fourth Stauskas-Baldwin <laughs> trade of the of the week. Grizzlies, Hawks, Celtics swap. Yeah, I don't even know. Man, you just uh, got to get to the good ones. Okay, here it is. 76ers trade Markel Fultz to the Magic. Oh, that's not the good. I mean, that's fine. I don't really care. It's it's sad what happened to Markel and, and the value that he got, but I'm glad that he uh, gets a new start and Orlando's a good place for him. I don't, I don't know if it's going to I can't believe out. they got a first-round pick for him. Like a late first, right? Yeah, OKC's first, but still. They got Jonathan Simmons, which is pretty yeah. good for them. They needed they needed somebody like that. Yeah. Yes or no, do you think Markel Fultz will ever average 17 points in his career? Oh, that's exactly the number I was going to say. Wow, this is exactly going to say 17. I'm going to say no. You? I'm I'm getting back on the false bandwagon. I hope I hope. I mean, so. I'm I'm cheering for him, right? But I yeah. This is one kind of like the best case scenario for him. Like he just needs a change of scenery, right? And he needs playing time. So hopefully he can turn it around there in Orlando. Yeah. All right. Give me give me the big ones. Here it is. Lakers trade Michael Beasley and <laughs> and Zubak to the Clippers for Mike Muscala. Oh man. Good one, good one. Oh, was that not the one? No. Uh, Bucks acquire Meritich from Pelicans. Oh, love it, man. Love it. Bucks yeah. all the way. Yeah, because they finally get some shooting now since uh, your boy Giannis can't shoot. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, Grizzlies. Here it is. Trade Marcus Gasol to the Raptors. Man, Marcus Gasol was so underrated in this uh, trade deadline. Right? Everybody, nobody said it. I mean, they're like, oh, cool, they got Marcus Saul, but he's old. He's gonna be a free agent. But that dude is awesome. Are the Grizzlies just this dumb? Like, what do you mean? Granted, they got okay. They got some young players. They got, but I don't. Think how do you was not a... get a first round pick for Marcus Saul? Oh, they didn't get it first. No, they got a twenty twenty four second round pick. Oh, they got the four. Wait, what? They got four second round. No. I thought four second rounders no, no. for Miritich. Twenty twenty four, two thousand. That's all they the got. Year. 2024 second round pick <laughs> and and Jonas right and 
Valanciunas, Dylan Wright, and CJ Miles. Ooh, that's that's real bad. But I, I don't think there's a market so for Marcus. Nobody nobody wants to pay Marcus. Yeah, I mean, it's that. true. He is older, and yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty bad. This defensive player of the year, Marcus Sol, man. Well, twenty thirteen or something, defensive player of the year. Like, yes, he's very good, but he is definitely older. We don't know if his body's gonna be okay throughout the playoffs. Yeah, like I mean, uh, this, I'm not saying this that trade just trade. isn't getting talked about. The Raptors are. They're yeah, my team. Not. They're my East team. Oh, I'm I'm all in on the Raptors too. Yeah, and for them to add a Marcus Ol, it, it's that's insane to me. It's awesome. Yeah, that was that's it. That's it, man. That's it. That yeah, it. I mean, the only other like interesting thing that happened is Jeremy Lin also going to the Raptors. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Lin Sanity up north. That's so awesome. I'm so happy for Toronto right now. They deserve it. Jeremy Lin going to the Raptors is the most exciting thing in the NBA right now. That's the most exciting thing. I mean, that means the NBA is not that exciting, I guess. But he, I mean, it's awesome. He's he's great for that team. How many times have you rewatched Lin Sanity videos the past week? Uh, I've seen many highlights, especially the game winner in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, man, Toronto well, has I, amazing fans, right? Like they do. I just remember all the chants they did, and they just did a, had a standing ovation for Vince Carter when he was there, assuming this is Vince wow. Carter's final season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've come around on him. It's been like, uh, it's been like what, 15 years since he backstabbed them, so. <laughs> um, can you tell me the uh, Raptors, I don't know, top eight players right now? Top of your head. Yeah. Kawhi, Lowry, Danny Green, yeah. Marcus Ole, Jeremy yep. Lin, yep. uh, Siakam, Yep. Uh, Fred Van Fleet. Yep. And shoot, OG and Yobi. Yeah. Wait, I was gonna say Dylan Wright. Man, that is they're stacked. They are really, really good. I do they have too many? Wait, did you say Surge? Oh, I forgot about Surge too. Yeah. <laughs> they got like too many guys. They got like ten guys, and like now they have three, four point guards probably. That I mean, maybe too many, but I don't know. I'm not that worried because it, it, I don't think it's a problem when you got that many good like. Uh, playmakers, shot creators, and then big, like, long defenders, Siakam, Anyobi, and Marcus it's and, and Serge. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gosh, man, Raptors all the way. Yeah, Kawhi, obviously the most important piece out of that. But That's true. Yeah, man. I'm very excited for Toronto right now. All right, so I guess we're we're done with the trades. But so second half of the season, it sounds like you think that the Raptors are coming out of the East? I want them to, but I'm... I'm afraid, like, the conspiracy theorist in me is afraid for the Raptors just because they're a Canadian team. Yeah, and they've choked, you know, against LeBron so many times. So who would you pick from the East? I mean, I'm picking the Raptors. I'm just scared of NBA bias towards the Boston Celtics. No, it's your your pick. Okay, so would you go Raptors-Celtics in the conference finals then? I would, yes. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Like people are all up on the Bucks, and they've been. I thought you're. I thought you're a Bucks guy. I mean, I think they're. I think they're good. I think Giannis is really good. I think that the players around him are pretty perfect between Brook Lopez and Ilyasova, and now Miritich. That's pretty amazing. And then Middleton and Bledsoe. I think Chris Middleton is really good. Yeah, he's definitely underrated. But I still think, like, when it comes down to it, the experience is pretty important, and they don't have that much of it. Like, if you look at Toronto. Now they have Marcus All, who's like a boss. They got Lowry, they got Kawhi and Danny Green, who have you know won championships. Like I, I think that makes a big difference. And then the Celtics is still too much talent, and I just think that they would prevail over Milwaukee if that was the matchup. 
I'm rooting for Milwaukee and uh, the Raptors conference finals. Okay. Yeah, because Philly's probably going to be number three, right? Yeah, I'd rather not see Philly or Boston in there. I, I mean, same thing with Philly. Like, I think they're talented and stuff. I just don't think that they have that experience that they're going to need. I know people say that, and it's like probably a little overstated that experience isn't everything, but... I feel like it makes a difference when you have a bunch of guys that are still very good who have been to finals and won championships and then a bunch of guys that have not done any of those things. Do you think they're hungry enough? No, I don't think it's the hunger. It, I feel like it just makes a difference when it comes down to the to the playoffs, to the last few minutes. Like you, you got like Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons trying to, you know, make plays versus, um, you know, the guys that I just mentioned on the Raptors. It's, yeah, it's like a Kawhi. No yeah, yeah. Sure. And you got like Kyrie trying to, you know, make a final shot against um, Giannis. I, I mean, Giannis is great, but I'd probably say Kyrie's going to, you know, make the bucket. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the MVP discussion. Is it a discussion? Uh, who do you think the favorite <laughs> is right now? <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay. There's two separate questions. It's who do I think is the MVP and, I, and who is going to win the MVP, right? Yes. Okay. Do you, do you have answers for both of those questions? Yes. Okay, so your answer for who is the MVP is James Harden? Yes. And who do I, you think is going to win is Giannis? Yes. Oh, okay, well, so Same? we're done here? Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, I think it's like if you ask me to bet on an MVP winner right now, I don't think I would consider betting on anybody but Giannis right now. <sighs> is that crazy? Like, my thought is narrative is so important for MVP, first yeah. of all. Voters don't like voting for the same guy twice, especially in a row, unless it's Steph Curry. Um, (laughs) And then best, you know, if you're a really good team and you have a really great player who is like taking a step up, they're going to win MVP. So, I mean, the Bucks are number one in the East and they're probably going to stay there. You know, Giannis has taken a huge leap and he's been really great. I don't see why he wouldn't win. Yeah. So as of right now, Harden is still the favorite. Really? Yeah, he's he's a pretty heavy favorite right well, now. Well, oh, so my my last thing though is there's 25 games left. Mm-hmm. If Harden averages like 40 over the next 25 games, then I probably go with Harden. I just can't bet on that. Like that's I don't know. That seems really hard to do. Yeah, let's talk about what I really want to talk about. <laughs> oh, okay. So five words. This is this has been on my mind for a while, and that's and I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that it's just us. <laughs> because I'd rather not have Albert's input right here, uh, right now. But five words. Why does everybody hate Harden? Does everybody hate him? Yes. What do you mean by hate? I think everybody outside of Houston hates Harden. And like they just dislike him? They don't like the way he plays? They don't like watching him? I think he's the most hated. Like, if you asked, did a poll of all NBA fans, who do you hate the most in NBA? He would be number one. Who are some by, players? By a long shot. Who are some players that were like universally hated before, or not universally, but like broadly hated the past few Westbrook. years? Westbrook. A lot of people still liked Westbrook. Right. Even even now, like not people don't hate him that much. So it's um, crazy to me that big three in OKC from you know a few years yeah, ago when they had three MVPs. Yeah, the three MVPs: KD, Westbrook, and Harden. It's crazy that they've become the three most controversial oh, players yeah. in the NBA. Right. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all for various reasons, obviously. Uh, but out of all three of them, as of right now, I would still say that Harden is by far the most hated. I guess like most hated, I, I can't understand what that means because like 
I'm trying to think of who is hated before. Like, was Kobe hated? Was Blake Griffin hated? Like, who's... Yeah, so Kobe was hated, but he was also, like, respected. Like, he was hated because he was so good, you know? Like, if you're that good, if you're, like, a Kobe, a LeBron-level guy, you're going to get that hate just naturally, just being at the top of the game. Harden is hated, he's trolled, and... I don't think most people recognize how good he actually is. And and I would go as far as to say that, you know, all those players you just mentioned, they were hated by others, but they were still like super beloved in their own cities or within their own fans. I don't think Harden has that subset of fans. Like I would say most people in Houston don't even love Harden. Really? They like I him. Think... They like that he's on the, they like that he's on the Rockets, but you're not going to have the ride or die guys like, you know how how I feel about t-mac or or how you feel about like grant hill back in the day like you would follow his career wherever you would you would be a fan of his no matter where he went right yeah there's I don't no think anyone's there's like no that Harden for hardens right uh i thought that was just me but i i thought there were rock there were rockets fans who really loved him i think rockets fans in general like they they'll defend him now yeah. just because there's so much hate for harden uh and i'm just trying to get to like the real specific reason why and i, I have think- five oh no go ahead What's your five? Well, I have five categories, and I'm trying oh. to figure out what is the biggest one. Let me go first, because I feel like the Kobe comparison, obviously he's not Kobe, but, you know, there's arcs for each player's story, right? So, like, right. Kobe was, you know, people really thought he was going to be great. He was like, a pretty good kid, I guess, and they won three championships. And then the Colorado stuff happened. He, you know, was ball hog. They lost a lot. He demanded trades. Even when he won his... Uh, last two championships people didn't love him that much and then his last few years i think people started being like oh man kobe is awesome and then yeah it's just like gone up and down with him right like i I think that there are people who hate him for various reasons yeah and and i think harden is kind of a similar way where i i feel like in a few years people are going to respect him more again and be like wow look what he did but during this time i just feel like the number one thing that people don't like is the style and like what they're seeing on the court what specific style? Like, what about his style are you talking about? Just trying to drop fouls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Do that we, was number you know, one fi- on my list. It, it's not even the trying to draw. Well, I guess that's one of the things, but it's also like how he has found not loopholes, but ways to um, to take advantage of the rules, whether that is a step back and like gathering before your step. So it looks like a, a travel from when... Uh, you know, your normal knowledge of N- of the NBA, but then when you look at the rule book, it's not a travel. Um, that and then, like, kind of shooting through a player's arm when it's right on you to get a, you know, three yeah. free throws. Like, those things where it's, like, obviously, according to the rules, these are fine to do, but they just are not pretty to watch. So my whole thing is, I, I get it, but out of all the... So I have five categories, and we'll go through them quickly here in a second, but everything that he does, like, he's not the first to do it, and he's not the only one to do it. So I'm trying to pinpoint exactly why it's like just him that is kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like singled out for, for doing these Ostracized. things. Yeah. I feel like he is the one that does them the most. The, the two things I just mentioned, the step back where he looks like he's traveling and then the, you know, shooting through a guy's arms and trying to hunt for the foul, you know, okay. wherever the foul is. Like, I feel like he does those in a more outlandish way that is more obvious when you're watching it and i don't know a couple of those things i feel like he was the pioneer of okay so let's let's go through my five, five. categories real quick yeah, so i did a little bit of uh we'll say market research 
asking people, you know, why they hate Harden. And these were the five that, that came about. Uh, okay. In no particular order. Uh, maybe we can put them in order at the end. But the first one is this foul baiting you're talking about. Yep. And people think there are times where he only plays for the foul, where he's not even trying to make the bucket. And my whole thing is he's not the first to do this because, like, just look at someone in who's also a shooting guard, who's all-time great, Dwayne Wade, right? Like, he was pretty well-known back in the day or even now for pulling up for a mid-range pump fake and then just jumping into the guy, yep. right? And how is that not yeah, in it, the same realm? Yeah, I, I guess the way I'm thinking of the foul that, that Wade was going for and the foul that Harden's going for is that the one in particular I'm thinking of, he's taking a dribble, there's a guy setting a pick for him, the defender sticks his arm in, and then Harden throws up his arms as he's shooting the ball. Right. Right? Like, Wade's, he is faking, so he's, like, getting ready to shoot. The guy jumps in the air, and then he jumps into him or, you know, creates contact to get a foul, right? But it's more of a natural motion, whereas the one that I just mentioned for Harden, like, he was not planning on shooting the three, like, with, with a guy setting a pick and two defenders right there. There was no plan to shoot that three if that foul would not happen. Is that correct? Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I think that's what it, that's why it looks like it's like unrealistic. It's not like he is really trying to do a basketball play. Same thing like he's running straight into the competition like on a fast break to get a foul. A lot of times it's the strategy because he knows that he can get through them or he can, you know, get the foul. Right. Those I'm more okay with because I just feel like he's just good at it. And a lot of times it is foul. And like that's his natural like that's what he is doing. He's going to the basket. He wants a layup. It's just okay. he's also trying to get the foul. Okay, so maybe this would. Not necessarily, or not totally encompassed to foul baiting per se, but uh, maybe like you mentioned before, maybe taking advantage of the rules. It's like loopholes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, next. Second one I heard was he's super pouty and he complains all the time about calls. Oh, I think that's To the point where he doesn't reason. get back on defense. There are so many, like you're about to say, there's so many guys who have done that, continue to do that. I, I don't think that's a reason to not like him. Okay. Number three would be the traveling or the yeah. perceived traveling. Yep. Uh, that's definitely a more recent thing. I feel like that's all anyone wants to talk about now, that and the free throws for him. But like you mentioned, like how often would you say that he travels? Legal traveling? Yeah. Uh, not, not that often. Yeah. As a you know lover of the game of basketball, I'm amazed by his footwork most of the time. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. In the past five years, he's been the number one guy that I've had to like DVR. DVR, like I have, I've had to rewind to rewatch his moves just to try to figure out what he's doing. Uh, it started back in the day with his Euro step. Uh, it was yeah. just mesmerizing to watch. I'd be like, how would you even, how does that even come naturally? How would you even think to make that move or make that step right there? And the same thing with the, with his step back now. Like he didn't have this step back, you know, two years three, ago. Yeah. Even two it's years amazing. ago. Yeah. He, he adds something incredible to his game every single year, and, and he becomes the master at that to the point where now I think he has the best Euro step in the game and he has the best step back in the game. They're both unguardable. But yeah, yeah, I would say most of the time he does not travel, but like the one or two times that he does and he gets away with it, people go nuts, and now it's just national perception that he travels all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think there are definitely instances where he is 
traveled in the past. I, I feel like the step back right now is the one that people look at and they're like, it just looks like a travel, like compared to everything that you've known about basketball for, you know, yeah. however long you've watched it. And I think that's the part that bothers people because it's like NFL rules where you know it's a catch or not a catch. Yeah. And it's like, it's obvious, but for some reason, the rules say that it is or it isn't. Or like the, the tuck rule, man, I'm getting too much into NFL here. <laughs> man. But yeah, same kind of thing, right? Like just because the rule says it's okay doesn't mean that your knowledge of the sport thinks that it's okay. And so when you're watching this over and over again, and then one time he, you know, actually does travel or do something more blatant, right? It's like, oh, it's kind of annoying. Like I, to me, he's traveled like maybe ten times this season. That seems like, got, like very few. Like gotten away with it. Like okay. the most egregious yeah. one was maybe the double step back he did against the Jazz. <laughs> that's like that's yeah. obviously travel, and yeah. he got away with it. And then it's just everywhere now, and people went nuts, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" And then that's when Steph Curry did the same double step back, got called for it, and then you know he yeah. threw a fit, or at least like saying, you know, if I if I had thirteen on my jersey or thirty one on my jersey, since he doesn't know how to put a thirteen <laughs> up right, uh, you wouldn't have called that. It's just. Let me ask you this. What percentage of NBA fans would you say know about the gather step rule? Like real NBA fans or general total? Just general total. Inclu oh, you got to include like, all the casuals. Uh, maybe like 5%? Yeah, exactly. And it's almost not worth it to try to explain to someone that, you know, two and a half steps is not a travel. Right. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, the people you're saying that hate Harden or or like him, you know, or don't like him, it's... I guess who are we talking about? If you're talking about the casual NBA fans, then I mean that's we don't we don't really care anyway, right? But I feel like if you're talking to people who actually watch and understand the game, like people still don't like him, even though they know the rule. Yeah, maybe we should have had Albert on here because I yeah, know he probably. definitely hates him. Let's see. Hey, I don't I don't really no, like Harden either. I mean, me uh, neither. I mean, I I like him. I don't love him. Yeah, I, I you're, recognize not, you're not how hard, but you like him. Great, he is. Yeah, I recognize uh, he's great, but. Oh, keep going. What are your fourth and fifth? Okay, fourth one is uh, playoff performance. Yeah. Okay. What's fifth? Fifth is defense or lack thereof. Mm. I feel like those are like flaws in his game or things that have happened in the past. Like what? I don't know why you'd hate him for that. You might like not think he's as good as people think he is. Right. Other thing I was going to mention is just his game's kind of boring. He dribbles and he is dribbles it? and yeah, he dribbles a lot. Like I don't like watching a guy dribble the ball all the time and then like. But I'd say most waiting to see what will happen for 20 seconds until. But he most NBA fans love that part. Like that's why people dribbling? love Kyrie, right? That's but Kyrie's, all Kyrie does. I feel like Kyrie's dribbling goes somewhere, and Harden's is a lot of standing, like in one spot, going back and forth, or like dribbling it backwards and waiting. I, I would, I would say the complete opposite. Like I think Kyrie dances more than anybody else in the league. Maybe what it's just the prettiness of it, or uh. the lack of prettiness in Harden's. Maybe it's his beard. Maybe people don't like the way he looks. Or yeah. his body. Or it's his body, <laughs> body type. Okay, so that was one of mine. It didn't make the list for anyone else that I asked. But that might be it for me. Like, he yeah. doesn't look as dominant as his game entails. Right? He doesn't look like your prototype Jordan or or LeBron body type. He's not super, super athletic. He, he won't no. just dunk it on you. Yeah, he's thicker. He's I mean, he's strong. Super strong. But... Yeah, he just doesn't look like... Yeah, maybe we're just um, judging the book by its cover. I don't like when he wears short shorts either, but I don't like when anybody in the NBA really does that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall, 
you still think it's the foul baiting and the traveling? Foul baiting, traveling. And, and for me, I would say, like, it's just the watchability. It's like, it's, it's not fun to watch. Yeah. I, I think my biggest argument against the, the foul free throws uh, that everyone complains about is he drives more than anyone else in the game. Yeah. He drives almost 20 times a game. And the next is DeMar DeRozan at 18. And his usage rate, we all know, is through the roof. Like, it's not even close. He's seven well, yeah. percentage points Maybe higher than that's, next. That's problem. I don't want to see his usage. I don't want to see him using that many possessions doing that. But at the same time, like he's forced to. Like that's part of the reason why this whole thirty-point streak started and was necessary, just because it our is. whole team was injured or ineffective. Sure, sure, yeah. That doesn't mean I want to watch it. It yeah. just means, like, unfortunately, it is a team that requires this. I mean, it's like when Kobe was doing this on on the Lakers 10, 12 years ago. Right. I mean, amazing stuff, but people don't really want to watch. I don't know. I can see why people hate Harden, and you and I apparently don't. I, I don't really. I've never really liked him, and you're, I guess, lukewarm. So there's, there's I don't pretty like valid him reasons. Or- yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm just forced to defend him all the time. Yeah, I guess the, <laughs> I guess it's a question of like, if he was not on our team, would you like him? And the answer is definitely no. I would say that I would hope that I would still recognize how good he is and unguardable he is. But but yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I probably wouldn't like him. Well, I feel like both of us as NBA fans, or or most people who really watch the NBA or like follow it, they recognize when players are good or not good. It doesn't mean that they have to like them at all. <sighs> yeah. I think you're right. I think Giannis is going to win MVP this year. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Overall, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but part of me is okay with that. Like, I feel like Harden's already been screwed out of a couple MVPs, and maybe this will fuel him to have, like, just an amazing playoff run and somehow topple the Warriors and win his first championship. And then maybe that is wow. the final shot to bring people over to his side. Right? I think uh, that's yeah, what it's going to take. Right. That, that's a nice dream you're having, but <laughs> I'd be more worried about OKC right now, getting past them to get to the Warriors. Nah. Paul George is Paul George is incredible. I, Paul George. I don't care yeah. about Russell Westbrook. Paul George, man, that guy's awesome. Okay, well, we didn't really talk about the West. We talked about East a little bit. Who do oh, you yeah. have? What do you think is going to happen in the West? I think it's going to be the standings is probably going to be Warriors, Nuggets, OKC, right? That's what it is right now. Yeah. Okay. So I'd probably say then OKC and the Warriors. Oh, you really have OKC making the conference finals? I mean, all they have to beat is Denver and then someone else. We'll do this. If the playoffs started right now, yeah, uh, and it's we should the probably Rockets. move the Clippers oh. out of there. We'll yeah, put, put in King, the Kings. Kings yeah. or Lakers in the ace, <laughs> ace spot, okay? So it would be Warriors versus Kings or Lakers. And, yeah. And I mean, whatever. I mean, Warriors uh, are... Warriors are going to win it all, so let's just not think about that. But who are the other matchups? I'm not giving that a given, but no, it would be Nuggets versus Spurs. That yeah, Nuggets, a pretty good matchup. Yeah, uh, still Nuggets. I might take the odds on that for the Spurs. Uh, it would be a rematch for Thunder and Jazz. Oh, that's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Jazz are, yeah, Jazz might be something. And then who's it'd be who's four? Blazers and Rockets. Well, that's that's probably our best bet. I mean, our best chance. In the first so round, you still right? think it's Warriors, hands down? Yeah, I think the Warriors are going to go to the conference finals at the least. Okay. Yeah, like they're going to beat the eighth seed, and then if I had to bet on them, I'd probably be betting on them over the Rockets or the Blazers. Okay, so let's say the it's the Warriors in the West. Who do you think in the East has the best chance against the Warriors? 
Toronto. And I think actually, I think it's Toronto. Okay. Yeah. I when I said I when it, when I said the Warriors are winning it all, I, I meant the West. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I mean Toronto, they got a shot. I really like Toronto's chances if look they get at to it, the finals. Look at it one on one. First of all, like Lowry guarding Steph, pretty good. Yeah. You got Danny Green on Clay Thompson chasing him around. That's also yeah. pretty good. The same guy. Yeah. Kawhi and Durant. Okay. Amazing. Yes. We're we're pretty we're pretty good right now. And then you got wait, who's the four or five for the Warriors? Draymond and who? Who do they start? Cousins. Is Cousins gonna start? Okay, that's fine. If Cousins, yeah. if Cousins starts, then it's Marcus All. That's great. Yeah. If they go smaller, then it's gonna be Surge. Yeah. And then you got Siakam on, on Draymond. Like that's man. I'm okay with that for the Raptors. Yeah. That's uh, I can't wait. I would watch that finals. I would not boycott that one. <laughs> I would watch if the Raptors make it. All right. Looks uh, like uh, looks like we're headed north. Really, just please anyone other than the Warriors, right, at this point? Is, well, yeah. is, that, is that just generally understood now? Yeah, three-peat, four and five is, man, we, don't, we really don't want that. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us for this special NBA All-Star Break podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And please let us know, or let me specifically know. I'm still not convinced I need to know exactly why people hate Harden. I get, I'm fine that they do. I, I like being associated with a team that people hate, even though we haven't won anything in a while. I, I like this feeling, but at the same time, I want to know why. I want to know exactly what it is about his game or about his beard or whatever it might be. So please let us know in the comments. And if you get a chance, please give us a review on iTunes. Thanks. See you guys next time. Congrats if you made it all the way through this. <laughs>